Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you might be joining us. Welcome to the Purpose and Beyond Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly R. Jackson. Let's just get right into it as we always do. This is our Monday Morning Discipleship Podcast, Monday Morning Discipleship. And we like to come on each and every Monday, try to give you a little something uh, to supplement what you may have heard on Sunday morning. And so we're going to continue on in the series that we've been dealing with. We've been dealing with a gospel for marginalized people. Um, and we've been dealing with that for the last, I think, five weeks. I always forget, y'all, uh, when we start off what week I'm in. Uh, but I'm having a good time in this series. So I think this is week five. If I'm, if I'm wrong, you, you see it in the, in this, in the description. So um, I'm not going to waste a lot of time on today. Again, we're going we're gonna to try it again, y'all. We're going to try our best to get around 15 to 20 minutes. Uh, I've been around 22, so I haven't been too, too far over. But uh, I wanted to go back to where we were last week. Um, and again, as I said to you all, we're, we're going to be here uh, sometime. And and let, let me say this very quickly before I get to the scripture. I think part of the reason that I want to stay here, that part of the reason that I still want to uh, deal with this a little bit more closely, I think part of the reason that I'm still doing it is because we're still seeing, particularly in this nation, we're still seeing uh, marginalized people. I think they're, they're being forgotten. And uh, in a lot of ways, y'all, people that claim Christianity are the ones that are forgetting about marginalized people. And so I, I want to make sure that we stay here as a minister, as a preacher of the gospel. I want to make sure that we give proper attention uh, to this uh, subject here. And so that's why we're going to be here for a while. But let me go back. We were dealing with something on last week. And again, uh, I'm going to try to stay within 15 to 20 minutes. Uh, we were dealing with... Uh, the rich young ruler as, as, as in Matthew 19. And, uh, we were, we were dealing with that on last week. I'm going to pull it up from new King James, but I'm also going to look at a little bit of a new living translation as we always do. And so there was a couple of things that we talked about, uh, concerning that on, on last week, we talked about how sorrowful he was. And again, it's Matthew uh, chapter 19 verses 16 and we went all the way down to the end of the chapter, which is verse 30. So Matthew 19, verses 16, all the way down to verse 30. But we talked about the fact that he was sorrowful because he didn't want to. Uh, he seemed to not want to have to, as Jesus said, uh, sell what you have, give to the poor and come and follow me. Because he asked Jesus a question in verse 16. He says, uh, uh, let, let me read it. New King James Version. Now behold, one came and said to him, good teacher. What good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life? And you know, what's interesting y'all uh, before I start a recording uh, on this podcast on this evening, it'll be Monday morning when you hear it. Um, before I started recording, I was thinking about uh, uh, this mentality that this rich man has. He says, what's the good thing that I can do in order to get to heaven? What's that one thing that I can do, Jesus? Tell me about that one good thing that I can do. Tell me uh, that that charity magic bullet that I can do to get myself to heaven. And it's interesting, y'all, even as we talk about Monday morning discipleship, I'm um, a disciple is a learner and a follower of Jesus. So he seems to have a desire to get to heaven. But by the time we get to the end of, of this conversation that he's having with Jesus, <laughs> y'all see this. And, and really, this just hit me even as I'm talking to you right now. Jesus says, listen, if you want to make it to heaven, if you want to make the heaven, rather, you gonna have to be a disciple. You have to sell what you have, give to the poor, then come and follow me. He says, if you want to get to heaven, you're going to have to be a disciple. 
isn't that interesting that that so many of us want to kind of do an end around where it comes to Jesus? He goes to Jesus, calls him good teacher. I'm going to deal with that in a second, that, that good thing. Calls him good teacher. Seems to be very respectful, right? Good teacher. What is the one thing that I can do to have eternal life? And I'm telling y'all, there's a lot of this that's going on in, in Christian circles right now that we're trying to do everything but the thing that Jesus told us to do. Follow him. When I wrote my book, Are We Still Making Disciples? That was the premise of the book. And I said, we're doing everything in the church except what Jesus told us to do before he ascended. He said, go and make disciples. He didn't say go build big churches. He didn't say get 10,000 people, or get 10,000 members or whatever the case may be. He didn't say do this or that. And I, and, I, and I say all this now, I always have to put the caveat on here so that people understand all of this is a part of ministry. You can have a nice church. If, if the Lord has called you to have 10,000 members, do what God called you to do. I'm not saying that you cannot have these things. This is what I always have to make sure that I explain because people will think I'm railing against mega churches or, or big time preachers, if you will. And, and I have a problem with that term too. I, I've always said that God don't have big time preachers. People have big time preachers, <laughs> but anyway, uh, how, how could, how could anything be big time to God? By the way, y'all ponder that. How could anything be big time to God? But anyway, Uh, My point when I make that statement about the big churches and this and that, I said, listen, you can have all of that if you want, but make sure that you do what Jesus told you to do. If you've got a big church, you should be doing everything in that big church to make disciples. If you got 10,000 members, you should be doing everything you can to make all 10,000 of them disciples. And again, I'm not saying who's doing what I'm saying. That's what you're supposed to be doing according to the word of God. Now, Going back to what we're talking about today, he says, good teacher, what is the one thing that I need to do to have eternal life? And again, as we paraphrase that, we look through the text, we see Jesus tells him, give up everything and follow me. So he says, listen, he says, now, now, now what Jesus does, he gives him, he gives him a checklist, right? He starts off and he says, listen, he says, If you want to do this, keep the commandments, right? Jesus starts off there. You got to do what God said. Got to do what he said. Even as we're talking about gospel for marginalized people. So God said to you, when a group of people is marginalized, do not tell them all lives matter. Tend to that group of people. So, so, uh, uh, he, he says, listen, he says, he says this here. He says, Keep the commandments. Do what God said. Right. So get your Bible. Read your Bible. Do what the word says. Read your Bible. And this man, he comes back like so many of us do. And he says, I've already done that. You know, when when we come to to church and the pastor says, listen, you got to do this. You got to study your Bible instead of us saying, "Okay, pastor, I hear you. I'm going to go study my Bible. Those of us who know a few Bible verses will say, well, I've been studying my Bible. We, we right away will tell them that I've been doing that. I got that part down. But then Jesus says to him, let, let me go back to the word here because I want to make sure that you get it. Verse 17, he says, so him, why do you call me good? He says, no one, uh, no one uh, is good, but one that is God. But if you want to enter the, into, into the, uh, into life and keep the commandments, he tells him, keep the commandments. He said to him, which ones? 
<laughs> you want to make sure I want you to be clear here, Jesus. Which commandments do I have to keep? Which, which, by the way, <laughs> thank you, Holy Spirit. It's interesting that Jesus, he, Jesus says you got to keep the commandments. He says to Jesus, which ones, right? Jesus says, you shall not commit murder. You shall not uh, commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false, false witness. Honor your father and your mother. And you shall love your neighbor as yourself. The young man said to him, all these things I have kept from my youth. What do I still lack? He says, I did all of that. I got the Bible. I got the commandments. I did all that. He says, what do I lack? Somewhere in him, he knows he's missing something. He says, what do I lack? Even though he's on this side of heaven, somewhere in him, he knows. I haven't done enough, though. What do I lack? Jesus said to him, if you want to be perfect. If you want to be perfect, he says, go and sell what you have and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven and come and follow me. He tells him, do what the Lord says. Okay. He says, I'm still lacking something. He says, okay, sell what you have. Get rid of all your distractions. Get rid of all the things that you might put before me and then come follow me. And the Bible says, but when the young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful for he had great possessions. He had possessions that he thought were great. He had possessions that he thought were greater than following Jesus. Isn't that something? And so let me, let me go back because I want to make sure that I get these points out of here on today as they come to me. Cause really I, I'm sharing with you as the Lord is feeding me right now. I want to get these points out of here um, before we get out the way on today. Um, it's interesting that Jesus tells him these things that we're living in a time right now where people don't want to give to anybody. And you all have heard me mention this uh, before in a couple of these podcasts, we talked about, um, you know, people not wanting to share and telling people to pull themselves up by the bootstraps and all this other stuff. And it's interesting because in this nation right now, we're worried about socialism. We're worried about people giving and, you know, splitting up the pie a little more evenly and everybody having some and, and so on and so forth. We're so capitalist that we're worried about socialism. But before I came on to record this, I think I said this about five minutes ago and I'm finally going to get to this point. So, you know, I'm a good Baptist preacher. Um, I, I, before I came on to record this, I, I, the word, you know, God spoke to me and he said, listen, if people were more charitable, they wouldn't have to worry about socialism. I said, wow. I said, that's something. He said, yeah, if people learn to give more and they were charitable, learn to give to people who don't have as much as they have, you wouldn't have to worry about socialism. Let, let me take it a little bit further. Instead of telling people to pull themselves up by the bootstraps, if people were more inclined to give people boots, then you might see more people pulling themselves up by the bootstraps. You might see people saying, okay, now, now that you've given me an opportunity, I'm going to go ahead and take that and go through the door. Now, here's, here's, a, here's a thing that we're always worried about. And then I'm, I'm going I'm to do this. and I'm going to give you one more thought and we'll get out, out the way on today. Here's the thing that we're always worried about when it comes down to this is that we don't want to share with people because we're concerned about what they're going to do. We're concerned about that segment of society that are manipulators. Those people who don't want to work. Those people who do who do want to try to get over on people. We're concerned about that, right? But I was always taught, and my mother always taught me this, and uh, the Bible teaches me this. 
that you just do good for people and God will bless you. And the Bible never tells me to worry about whether or not if I hand somebody on the street corner $5 to get something to eat. The Bible says, don't you worry about whether or not he actually go get something to eat. Don't you worry about if you go buy liquor with it, if you go buy drugs with it. I know what was in your heart when you gave it to him. And God says, I'm going to bless you according to what was in your heart. And this is where we've messed up as society, that we don't know how to just do what Jesus said. Herein in the text, y'all, Jesus says, sell what you have, give to the poor and come and follow me. Now, if you sell what you have and you give to the poor and you're following Jesus, the last thing on your mind is what did the poor do when I gave them the money? Because you're following Jesus. My eyes are fixated on you, Jesus. I'm not worried about what they're doing back there because I did what you told me to do. And you're going to bless me. Right. He said it right here in the text. He said it right here in the text. He says, if you do that, you will have treasure in heaven. Jesus says, I'm not going to ask you to do it and not give you anything. I'm going to bless you because why does this treasure in heaven? Now, now see again, again, and I'm trying not to go too long. I'm, I'm, I'm in a good place right now, but the Lord keep giving me stuff. We see right here that he starts off by saying, what do I have to do to get eternal life? By the time we get to the end of this discourse, Jesus says, sell what you have, give to the poor. You will have treasure in heaven and then come and follow me. I just told you how to get there. You started off asking about eternal life, which is what you, you're talking about heaven. Because those that are going to hell are going to be eventually thrown into the pit of fire. There's going to be an end. Right. So you started off asking about heaven and I told you how to get there. And you went away sorrowful. If we were more charitable, we wouldn't have to worry about socialism. But because we're not as charitable, charitable as we need to be. We're concerned about people taking advantage of us. We're concerned about having to work uh, all of our days and, and do all this work. And I, I got to give it all the way to the poor. And again, as I remind you all, Psalms 24 and 1 says it ain't yours anyway. The earth is the Lord's, the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. It all belongs to God. And so as, as we see this, we talk about marginalized. Jesus tells him, I need you to take care of people that cannot take care of themselves. Poor people are people that cannot take care of themselves. I, I don't need you to be uh, a capitalist. I don't need you to be worried about it, uh, whether or not they're going to do right with the money and so on and so forth. I need you to look out for people that don't have as much as you do. And take up your cross and follow me. Come follow me. If you want to do this, get rid of all this stuff and come and follow me. I'll give you treasure in heaven. So, so when he goes to him, this is what I wanted to give you. I wanted to give it to you last week, but I'm going to give it to you now. Then we're going to get out the way. He goes, and this is a little Bible class moment. This is a little bit off the subject of the gospel for marginalized people, but this is important to bring out in this text that we see here. When he goes and he says to Jesus in the New King James Version, he calls him good teacher. Now, in the New Living Translation, he just says teacher. But the, but, but the New King James Version, and I believe in the King James Version, it says good teacher. Jesus corrects him. He says there's only one good, and that's God. Right? This is important for you and I to note because he says there's only one good, and that's God. As he comes to, to Jesus, and he says, I, I'm a I, good teacher. Jesus asked him, he says, why do you call me good? No one is good but God. But then he proceeds to answer his question. And Jesus is telling him right now, yes, I am God in the flesh. 
this seems to be, you, you might even uh, be able to look at this and say, maybe he understands who he's talking to, right? I have to believe that because he's asking Jesus about eternal life. And, and, and again, I, I've, I've looked at this before and, and he says, there's only one that's, that's good, but that's, that's God. But let me give you the answer to your question because my father and I are one. I'm going to answer your question here, but it's amazing y'all that we can ask God, how can we get to heaven that we can be blinded by our possessions? And we say, what do I have to give you? What price do I have to pay in order to get to heaven? Because I have so much, but again, there's something resting in his spirit that says there's something that I'm lacking. There's something that I'm missing. My brother and my sister, I believe that there's a lot of people in this nation right now that have substantial wealth, but somewhere in their spirit, they know they're lacking. They may be saved. They may not be saved. But by the way, God touches everybody. And there's something that they're lacking. And they know that there's something that they're lacking. Right. And so in the midst of that, if you know that you're lacking something, you have to say to yourself, Okay, what do I have to do? And whatever Jesus tells you to do, that has to be it. And if he tells you all of the stuff, you, all of the stuff that you have is great. But there's a segment of society that needs what you have. You have expertise, you have knowledge, you have skill, and it has, it has caused you to be wealthy. It's caused you to have a little bit. It's not all for you. Our job is to be stewards of the things that God has given us. And whether it be finance, whether it be opportunity, whether it be privilege, as we deal a lot with privilege in this society today, God expects you to take that privilege that you have and say there are marginalized people in this nation and they don't have it like I do. How can I help them to have it like I do so that we can all be better? And again, a lot of people will say to you as I get ready to close, seriously. A lot of people say that's socialism. And I say, if we were more charitable, we wouldn't have to worry about socialism. If we knew how to look after each other and give to each other, it wouldn't be socialism. If we knew how to do true charity and really give to our brother and our sister, we will find that whatever you do in the name of charity, God ain't going to leave you hanging. He going to bless you and he going to bless you on this side as well as the other side. So we've got to decide what we want to do and what we want to be, especially in the church. That's all the time that we have for Monday morning discipleship. Again, I'm a little bit under 20 minutes, so I'm going to wrap it up right here and we're going to pick it up again on next week. I got more to share gospel for marginalized people. Let me give you our tag very quickly. As we always do, if you'd like to keep up with the ministry, like to check us out. The best way to do that is at the ministries website, that website, www.krjministries.org. Again, that's www.krjministries.org. If you stop by there, we do believe that you will be blessed. If you'd like to purchase any of our written works, the best way to do that is to find us at the publishing website, that website, www.krjpublishing.com. Again, that's www.krjpublishing.com. As always, we encourage you to like subscribe, 
to this podcast. Share it with your friends and family if it's been a blessing to you. And we would definitely, definitely appreciate it. Give us your feedback wherever you can, and we would appreciate it. Again, that's all the time that we have for the Purpose and Beyond podcast. Monday morning, discipleship, a gospel for marginalized people. Again, we're going to pick it up again on next week because we have a lot more to share uh, under this subject. Again, thank you all for checking us out on the Purpose and Beyond podcast. We will see you all on next time. Be blessed.